What's up? Episode two, Chris Lovato, an absolute legend in the fitness industry and someone who I have been following since I started things back in 2013. Uh, Chris and I dive pretty deep into the current landscape of the fitness industry and just genuinely have a great conversation about life and all things that that would embody. Um, Chris is someone who kind of was on the forefront of that Legends of Aesthetics movement uh, alongside Matt Ogis uh, back in the day and now is heavily involved with the company Gymshark, uh, which is a brand and a name and a movement that you all should be familiar with or at least recognize. So if you love the episode and would like to support the podcast, I would ask for a review on iTunes and for you to screenshot the podcast episode and share it on your story. Be sure to tag me at Austin Current. Enjoy the conversation. I appreciate you hopping on, man. I, I know you don't like, I know you don't do podcasts. And so I, uh, I'm very appreciative. Oh, for sure. I actually feel bad because like, I don't know what it is. Um, like, I know you're real and I know that like, um, you know, it's just going to be like some real shit that we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about whatever it ends up being. Cause, cause, uh, that's, that's just how we do. But, um, there's been a couple people in the past who have asked me and like, I gave some false promises and shit like that. So they're probably going to look at this or hear this and be like, oh, the fuck dude. Like, <laughs> we'll just say that like, you've been, you, you asked me like three years ago and I'm finally getting on it. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I, let's just go with, I asked you three years ago, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the big thing here, man, is just the conversation and the reason for starting the kind of for starting the podcast was really kind of, you know, I think a lot of people are doing a really good job at talking about the X's and O's of everything and, you know, sh the conflicting research and whatever else is going on in the industry. And I just think they're, you know, you got guys like you that are just like this enigma, you know, like we always want to kind of know more and we kind of want to hear from you more. And it's just like, we you know, a lot of times we don't get to hear from you, uh, especially in terms of just a, a like a real down to earth chat. So that's kind of why I started it. Sweet, dude. I like that because, um, like I said earlier, dude, it's all about it's all about just being real. And I think a, a big reason for why, um, well, there's a lot of reasons, but but a big reason for why, like, I might not be so prominent on, you know or like frequent with posts and videos. Cause that's, that's one of the things that you, you might know about me. It's like, you know, I, yeah. I, I'll post here and there. I'll like go strong for a while, you know, and then yeah. for a while, same thing with my physique. Like I'll just like get out of shape, whatever, just fall off the face of the earth. And then like, you know, <laughs> back in it and stuff. So um, a big reason though, I was just having a talk the other day with one of my friends about this is that that like back in the day, you know, people that, like, it was so early on in this whole like social media thing that um, people didn't really do what they do um, with business incentive, you know? Right. Because now it's like every decision you make is tied to business and money. And yeah, um, it's, it's, I don't want people to misunderstand that and say that, you know, making, making money is a bad thing or, you know, or because, it's all about value, you know, your, your value proposition, what you're, what you're providing to your people and making sure that that exceeds the price tag that you charge. And if they're happy by all means, you know, supply and demand. But, um, when it comes to just like 
you know, the passion of this, um, that's where it really started for me and a few people, you know, way back in the day, because we didn't even know that there were dollar signs to be associated with this. You know, we didn't know yeah. that there was like, you know, um, a, a life that, you know, we didn't know we can, you know, make a living out of this. And, um, um, you know, with time it happened, um, could it have been way more lucrative if I just, you know, like put this supplement bottle on my ass and just like, <laughs> yeah. You know, sold more. Yeah. But right. um, money is not everything, man. You know, you got to you got to um, you, you, you got to just stay true to yourself, man, and just roll with your passions. Otherwise, you just you just become lost, man. You're just a sheep, you know? Yeah. Who do you think you surrounded yourself with in that? Like, is that decision kind of just solely based on like just the person you are? Or do you think like like your fiance, for example, surrounding yourself with with people like her, like you were able to kind of check yourself a bit. Um, cause I know my wife, for example, uh, I don't, I, you know, we all have an ego obviously, but to the degree of like, it's kind of like the continuum of your ego, you know, like there's this continuum of ego that you either, some people lie on the full, you know, far left. Some people lie in the middle. Some people lie on the right where we could just say that they're, they're all ego. Um, and so like my wife kind of does a really good job at checking me and keeping me almost in the middle to where I stay confident, but also not arrogant and egotistical or whatever. And so I just, I'm curious to know if like who you surrounded yourself with that's allowed you to do that. Definitely dude. That's a good question. Um, when you, I'm glad you mentioned your wife because, um, you know, I can definitely relate to that and I'm actually yeah. thankful for my fiance Kelsey because she, she's never really been into the social media thing ever. Um, she's never, worried about making a dollar on that. You know, she has her own career in the dental field. Um, she loves it. She's been doing it for years. Um, also her, she hasn't like, she, I, I only have pretty much parents that live in the area. Like that's my whole family. Um, yeah. he, she basically has a massive family that just makes up for my loss of family, you know, um, over here, like majority of my family lives in Peru, South America. Like, you know, that's where I'm from, but, yeah. um, her, her family is massive. Like everybody lives in this one city, like probably 30 minutes away from where we are. Um, ton of family reunions and stuff. And everybody's so family oriented and um, just in their own path with their career. So a lot of people don't have social media accounts. And if they do, it's just like very, you know, just like their immediate friends. And, um, yeah. you know, there, there's no like, there's none of that like social media fuckery going on. You know what I mean? How refreshing. Yeah. So, so like I'm, I'm constantly surrounded with that and it's pretty cool because, um, like that's, that's definitely something that I think helps me, keeps me grounded and stuff. Like I would never change who I am. I would never like say something I don't believe in or whatever, but I could potentially, you know, kind of start falling in the path of like, okay, um, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, you know, and just do what I need to do to make more money. Even if it's not like telling lies or whatever, but like for me, I, I realize more like the importance of just, um, just being well off and being happy with every decision I'm making and just, um, you know, just, um, realizing what's important in life, you know? So yeah, that's, a, that's a definite, uh, advantage to having, you know, the, the right, the right, um, people in your circle, you know? Oh my God, dude, it's, it's been a huge thing. And so, you know, it's kind of like that concept of what you're, what you're looking for, you're going to find. And, um, whether that's negative, positive, uh, t you know, whatever it is. And the same goes with, I think the same goes with people you surround yourself with and who you, who you're talking to. And, um, 
like my conversation with, uh, with Ryan. Uh, so I had Ryan on the doors on the podcast and we, we kind of discussed that was how it's kind of like his concept of doing good work. And it's kind of like a theme within his life is like, how do I do good work or how do I continue to do good work? Or was this good work? And within that good work, you know, he's kind of defined, like he, he mentioned, um, guys like Travis Scott and like Kendrick Lamar and in terms of like relating because those guys have found out how to do their thing, like create the music they want to create, but also make money and like do their thing. And so oh my God, dude, Oh, I'm so glad you made this analogy. Cause I am a freaking music fanatic, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I know oh, that about I, you. <laughs> good. Yeah, man. He's just such a good dude. But like that was that was a really cool um that was a really cool analogy that made a lot of sense and so for guys like i know you've been a coach for a long time um and i know even before you were an online coach you were you were a personal trainer as well uh so i think the biggest thing is kind of just like staying in your lane and and being sure that you're surrounding yourself with those right people and constantly checking yourself and i think too it's kind of like that is the key of like surrounding yourself with those people that keep you grounded um that constantly are pushing you but also keep you grounded at the same time so that's that's super cool man how's your um i know you recently finished your house like how how are you enjoying that yeah man uh thanks it's it's been a dude it's crazy because uh even to this day it's just kind of like like you said, you know, back in the day, I think I started personal training like hands-on in at the end of 2006 or beginning 2007, if I remember correctly. And um, I did that for about six years or so until we were rolling with Legends of Aesthetics in the beginning of 2013. Yeah, the OGs, man. <laughs> the OGs. And then Matt finally like peer pressured me enough to be like, all right, dude, just take the dive. Like, just like dude, we got to go all in, like, you know, no more personal training in person. We're going to, you know, have a team of trainers online and, you know, we're going to run our clothing line and our business and all that stuff. And that's what we did. You know, we, I shifted everything. That's when I stopped training in person. Um, and then shifted it, you know, coaching online, having a team of coaches. And then obviously, you know, with time we dissolved the business, it was a better decision yeah. to, in uh, 2015. And then in 2016, it's when I started coach started coachyuck.com. And that's how it's been just a one-on-one with me since then, you know, run my own coaching business there. But um, you know, like it's just it's crazy that in the midst of all, of all this, like I didn't really realize what was going on. Like since back in the day, you know, I was personal training, but I was also going to college full time. I, you know, I did my four-year degree straight out of high school, and then I was working like throughout all the four years. And um, I didn't realize, you know, that I was sacrificing so much until kind of looking back. Um, realizing that like, damn, like I didn't even go to like high school or sorry, uh, college football games. I didn't like, I partied a little bit, but like, I didn't really, you know, like I, if I could go back in time, I would, I would definitely maybe do things a little bit differently. Maybe take my time a little bit. I was all about like straight A's, like don't, don't miss out on like, you know, like, like I don't want to be in school for one more semester than I need to be, you know? And just like, um, but again, everything kind of led me to where I was. I started, you know, competing. I started, you know, finding that passion for fitness. And then um, I started going down this unique path that didn't really require my, you know, my diploma per se um, or my, yeah, my, my college degree. And um, 
I just kept rolling with it. And then out of nowhere, you know, years and years later, you know, we start running Legend of Aesthetics. Um, we start doing this really untraditional, you know, type business because back then it was like, it's like what these YouTubers are like making shirts. <laughs> yeah. Never heard of back then, man. Yeah. Never heard of, man. So, you know, but we were just kind of rolling with it. We were just going with the flow. You know, Gymshark was getting started. We were just supporting this like, who knows, no name little brand who just so happens to be like a powerhouse now, you know? Right. Um, like Ben as a teenager, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ben created this Gymshark brand, you know, as a, as a teenager with a so buddy. Nice. And, um, you know, just, just on a whim, you know, we just went out to Europe to support this brand and, uh, you know, it's been family ever since. And, um, you know, through all this kind of like weird, untraditional, um, way of making a living out of nowhere. Like I found myself in a position to build this house, you know, and, um, yeah. Super fortunate, you know, to uh, be in that position. Uh, definitely took advantage of it. You know, I could, I could have, you know, I could have moved to like Texas, bought a house for like a third the price, and then like bought some exotic <laughs> yeah. cars like everybody else, and uh, you know, done that. But um, you know, California is home for me, and like I said, family and my fiance and her family are freaking everything. So, yeah. you know, keeping myself surrounded with the right people um, is what's gonna you know, continue to drive me, but also just, you know, keep me grounded and on the right path. And I'm just rolling with it, man. I'm embracing it. It's been less than a year in this. It's been less than a year since this house has even been built, you know? So I'm pretty stoked about it. Yeah, man. I, I've been following that. Uh, I, I followed along and in terms of you, like, I know you don't post a lot, but you, you are a guy that kind of like at least does the stories. And uh, I was keeping up with the construction of the house on your, on your story as I was uh, casually non like productively but non-productively wasting time on social media and at least i got to see you know at least uh at least my time didn't go to waste uh the whole time didn't go to waste but um yeah i mean it, it's it's a beautiful home of what i've seen so i'm just super stoked for you and you got that home gym now so you are you enjoying that yeah dude thanks man i uh, I always had this vision of like, um, you know, um, putting a gym in the garage. I didn't, and then I didn't really have the vision as, um, detailed as like, you know, wh what's going to go where and how's it going to look and everything. But, um, I had the, you know, gist of it in my head. And then finally, like once the project started kind of, you know, coming you know, finishing up, like, for example, the house, like I did a lot, like people don't. A lot of people just like if you have like an extra hundred grand to throw around, like let's say you buy a new house, right? Everybody has like you have all these options that you can do with the house. You know, you can get a super add-ons and stuff, yeah. Then you can add on like three hundred grand worth of stuff if you want, you know. Right. So, um, I just did like essential things that I was I knew I wasn't gonna want gonna want to do later, like flooring, like the fireplace, like things like that. But like even like painting the walls, like that was a massive project that like we went through. Like I'm not even a yeah. painter, but like, I did that and. Um, so these were a lot of the, a lot of the projects had to get done around the house, even though it's a new house, you know, a lot of things had to get done first. And then um, once it was kind of, you know, rolling, getting there, we had our furniture. Then I was like, all right, time to move to the home gym. And then I started thinking like, OK, I'm really limited. I'm only going to use a half of the garage right now and just put some stuff together. Um, I still have to do a home gym tour once I get my mirrors up. But um, I did it in yeah. a way that, you know, cost effective and, you know, reliable and very uh, versatile in order to get a lot of things done with a, you know, minimal space. So I think it'll be an eye opener for people who want to, you know, check the home gym project out once I kind of get that tour up and stuff. Yeah, man, it's, it's a super cool concept. And I, uh, I'm someone that definitely, uh, one day wants my own home gym, like garage gym or whatever. And I, I think it's just cool to, I think there's something to 
there's like a new component to your training. Um, after you've trained for so long and you've seen it all, you've been to gyms around the world and it's kind of just like, yep, another gym, sweet. Uh, you know, like more hammer strength, super stoked about it. And, you know, it's there's something to kind of creating your own space, creating your own environment and allowing allowing yourself to just be creative with movements and like how am I going to hit this muscle group? You know, and I think it as a coach, even, you know, who coaches people online, I think it's it's a tremendous help to kind of lend a hand to not always because there's there's plenty of people that just don't have access or they have access to like their apartment gym or hotel gym or, you know, these these gyms that they don't have. It's not an L.A. fitness, you know, like it's not an Equinox. It's not any of these big chains where they have six of the same leg extension. You know, it's just like, right, right. I got a squat rack and some dumbbells and a bench. So what do you suggest? <laughs> it's just like, yeah. if you haven't been there, you don't, you know, you don't really know. So it's, it's kind of a cool new creative outlet, I think, from a lifting perspective. Definitely, man. And and there's a lot of pros to it. And like you said, you know, I actually do have even recently a couple clients that hit me up saying like, uh, dude, like it was, it was kind of eye opening to me. Like, I know a lot of people have basic setups, but then there's like, even like really, really basic setups where people are like, dude, like, uh, my gym actually doesn't have a barbell yet. And yeah. it's like, you know, they're like, we only have like three pairs of dumbbells. And I'm like, Oh shit. You know, that's like, that's like really, yeah. limited. um, an insane amount of things can be done if you know how to, you know, um, work with what you've got as, as long as you have you know, these versatile pieces and it doesn't require much, um, doesn't require much. And, um, over time, what you learn, you know, is, is, um, fundamentals are always going to be king. You know, if you can progress, um, you know, with those even to begin with, and then throughout your journey, you're going to get up to 95% of your, your potential just using those things. You know, there's, there's no, like, it's, it's no mistake for why, you know, the world champions are still doing incline dumbbell presses. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's not, it doesn't require you to hang upside down with, you know, resistance bands tied around your neck to get results. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. You can get those small, maybe, you know, like fraction of a percentage of, you know, additional results using, you know, certain things, but we don't need it, man. You know, we don't need it. So I think it's an interesting point you bring up there and, it's so true from a, from a physical perspective, but also in terms of just like, I think that's a great transition into just talking about kind of talking about life and talking about business, man. Like you need the bare essentials, you need the fundamentals, and then you can get so far on those if you just worry about those. And I think that's something like, I think that's something that I've observed within you is like, you just seem like a guy who does the fundamentals and you do them well and you're consistent and you're just an overall good person. And over time, like that index as well. And it's like, you're going to get 95% there, man, if you just keep going. And I think in a world of like, you know, in a world of hacks and a world of secrets and a world of clickbait, it's kind of just like, we're all constantly searching for that, that piece that we're missing. And it's like, man, if you just had a few pieces, like you have the pieces within you and you have those, you have those moments and you have, you have those traits, you have those fundamentals. And if you would just invest more time and patience into what you already have, you would be blown away. And I think that's something that I've observed in you. And it's been really inspiring just watching your success. Um, 
and your success that kind of like flies under the radar in a way because you 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 know you aren't a flashy guy and you know you got max uh, you know max sex appeal but like you're not a you're not a flash you're not a flashy guy right like you got a cool you know you got a cool Corvette that's it's an older car though and it's just it's cool it's fast and it's yours and it's just been your thing and it's a fundamental of you and it's what you're about and yeah I mean I think that's a cool association we can make kind of like with the fundamentals and just taking those further. Dude, absolutely. I'll, I'll share like a, a story that's kind of like relevant to that. You know, um, that's always been my mindset, by the way. And thank you for, you know, saying that. Um, it's never, it's, it's never been a goal of mine to like, you know, show off or, you know, do what a lot of these people on social media do. Um, you know, this again, you know, their, their reason for doing this. Yeah. There's a business incentive. Like I'm going to make more money. Like people are going to, I'm going to get more views. You know, it's going to be more cool and flashy. You know, people are going to look at it more, but then there's also this aspect of validation, you know, from strangers. And that's actually one of the stronger, um, you know, um, kind of like overshadowed, um, you know, incentives for people, I think, and they might not even realize it, but, um, a lot of people do this for validation from strangers. You know, it's, it's funny because like you get, you get a thousand likes, like how many of those freaking double taps do you even freaking know? Like who do you even know those people, you know? So, no. so but anyway, going back to like what you said, um, the, the law, the, the fundamentals and sticking with it for the long term, Right. So I'll give you, give you a great analogy and you might, you know, be able to, um, remember this, but back in the day, man, um, there was this. There was this company. I won't. I won't point fingers, but it rhymes with beds. And right, I called this very, very early on in the industry, despite myself getting into like some legal issues and things like that. But hey, I you know I do what I do for my people. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do. But I said, look, cool success. Well, quote unquote success, right? AKA dollar bills flying around everywhere. Cool success right now, you know. But this. This company is going to eat itself alive. Mark my words. You guys are seeing dollar bills right now. You guys are seeing nothing but just flashiness right now. Going to eat itself alive, you know, and we can, you know, use an analogy of, say, somebody using performance enhancers. You know, I'm an advocate of natural bodybuilding. As I am as well. And, And I don't, I'm not. I'm not a hater of somebody who, you know, uses performance enhancers. If they're open and honest with it, they know what they're doing, they're safe with it, and they're not pushing it on other people, you know, um, whatever, you know, do your thing. It's not affecting me. But in a lot of cases, you know, the fundamentals and sticking with it for the long term is is the right approach um, for the longevity of whatever it is that you're doing, right? So um, for me, it, you know, we can tie that back to the business thing. Like, yeah, I wasn't you know, selling myself out, doing crazy things to make money, you know, like I said, putting supplements on my ass or like, you know, right. lying to people, like, you know, taking these performance enhancers and then calling myself natural just to, you know, make extra money on these products or whatever. Um, it was always just, I'm going to stay true to myself. I see these people, you know, making a lot of money, being super flashy, but you know what? I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I got a roof over my head. I have sufficient amount of income to live my life, you know, in a happy way. And all the excess is really toxic is what it is. Because once you have the excess, more money comes more responsibility. People don't know what to do with it. You know, people just, and people start to get um, brainwashed by it and addicted to it without even knowing why they're addicted to it. And essentially they become more of a slave the more money that they make. 
more of a slave to the industry. Does that make sense? So absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Long term, you know, I can kind of look back and just smile at everything and say, look, you know, it's been on the progressive, you know, rise for me slowly, but surely, you know, the turtle wins the race in the end. So, um, you know, just stick to your roots, man. If you have a passion, if you believe in something, you just have to stick with that. And you have to understand that if it really is a passion and if you really love what you do, you're going to make it. And if you, and if you don't, maybe that wasn't your passion, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a realization that is scary for people. Um, and I know early on, you know, we, we, we look up to these guys and, you know, early on, you know, you're in like my era, my generation, you know, I kind of came up right after you in the sense of we were looking up to, you know, you, Ogus, you know, Steve Cook on, on YouTube, like in the early days. And, you know, you got the other guys, other guys as well. And it was one of those things, man, that was like, you see what you see and it's, you want that so bad and you want to be passionate about that so bad. And then it's like, you realize more and more that you're just not. And that was something like, and I can be transparent in just saying like early days of, you know, I, I have YouTube videos back in like 2014 that I'm just like, I go back and watch and I'm just like, fuck, I am not being myself at all in these videos. It's like, just like worthy, right? It's like, dude, what am I doing with my life? It's so what? cringeworthy. I'm like talking, like I'm giving a fucking dumb YouTube tutorial. And it's like and the dumbest. You probably fell into like, look, these people are doing this. So then you start kind of wanting to either do that or your own kind of version of that. But without realizing like, look, this may not be me, you know, like I need to start from the ground up, you know, and, and, and do what I do, not do what they do in a different way. Yeah. Do what I do, you know? Exactly, man. And that's, yeah, that's just been the theme of where I've found success in my own right is like, what do I do? And what do I, not only what, what makes me happy, but like, what is meaningful and what is going to create a meaningful life? And there's a lot of, and you know, this more than, <laughs> more than I would, but like, in terms of with more success becomes more opportunities with more notoriety and, and respect comes more opportunity and, and choice. And you have to be selective on what you choose to move forward with. And, you know, in what, what would have, what would have happened if in the early days, like you would have chosen some other shiny objects, it, you know, it, not calling Gymshark a shiny object back in the day, but like, what, what would have happened if you didn't get affiliated with Gymshark? Like what, what would have happened if you, kept going with legends of aesthetics, you know, like there's so many what ifs and there's so many, so many things. But if, if you are staying true to like who you are, what you think is meaningful, what does make you happy, I think within that framework, you can do a lot in, in going back to like pressing forward with the fundamentals, um, in terms of like, yeah, I mean, and, and those old YouTube videos are cringeworthy. <laughs> like, it's it I mean, sucks. Through it, you know, it's part of development, definitely. Yeah. Like, nobody can look back and be like, "Oh, dude, I was a boss when I was 14. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, it just it just doesn't happen. But um, you know, um, it's you you kind of have to. You know, everything is a learning experience. But as long as you kind of you know fall where 
you know, where you're destined to, um, and just kind of like listen to that and, um, you know, move forward with what feels right versus something that's pulling you in another direction. Um, that's key. And it sounds, you know, self-explanatory sounds like it'd be simple, but you know, with the industry, the way it is, it's not, you know, everything has business incentive. Every, everybody wants to pull you in one way or another. There's like you said, there's a lot of opportunities that pop up left and right. You know, it's like with the amount of like, you know, like I've been doing this since freaking social media, whatever started. And I think I've only yeah. built myself like three brands ever, you know, and it's like, right. so, um, you, cause, because all you have is you like, you know, like you can't, and you can't erase something that you've done, you know, so everything is, everything is tied to you and, and who you are, what you stand for. So you can't let that break, you know, for, you know, for a dollar sign in front of you or, or whatever it may be. If you believe in it, believe in it, go for it. Um, but don't ever, you know, don't ever change that path. Um, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm passionate about that, man, just staying true. And, um, I just wish more, more people would do that. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on real quick, like, I think, no, I'll let you, I'll let you take over from here. I, I, I got to think about it first. Yeah, man, think over it. So we, yeah, we got time. So in terms of like, I want to, I want to hear your take on this. Uh, I do have some, some, some notes, uh, if you will. And just to see where the, the conversation takes us from this, what is, a you know, in a world of a lot of negative and there is a lot of kind of doom and gloom in, in a lot of areas, but there also is a lot of positive. And like I mentioned in the beginning, what you're looking for is kind of what you're going to find. And so for people that are looking in the right places um, or look, even let's, let's, let's say like, even with people that are looking in the wrong places currently, where, where can they start to look? So my question to you is like, what is a positive trend? You being like, you being the person you are and you having a good insight into the industry and having a history with the industry, like what is a positive trend you're seeing right now within fitness? Uh, there's, there's kind of a niche at least of, um, or niche. I'm probably going to get shit for saying that the wrong way. So let's just pronounce it. Every niche, way. niche, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, of, uh, quality education within, you know, the fitness demographic, I guess you could say, but even even that sometimes is uh like I'm very big on layman's terms. I'm very big on being able to relate to the people that you are putting information on. Whereas some people kind of try to, you know, just like some people, you know, boast their cars or boast their Lamborghinis or houses or whatever. Like some people kind of boast like big words and, you know, they, they essentially try to um, show off how much they know at, at the cost of confusing people versus actually educating you know, which isn't helpful. It's like, um, and, and that was me since back in the day too. Like I learned a lot of like, you know, bigger words and fancy things, but I would always, in my head, it was always like, okay, how can I say this to my client while I'm training them in a way that, you know, it's going to make sense to them, you know? Um, so, but there is, there is a positive, um, you know, aspect of that of, of people trying to educate people, but for every one person doing the right thing, there's 20 people doing, you know, glute kickback swipe videos with pink weights, you know, and, not to call anybody out specifically and, and nobody can really point fingers there because there's a million people who do it. Right. But yeah, um, it's kind of like, it's just really redundant and it's just a breath of fresh air when you see somebody doing something actually educational, something that actually requires a lot of effort. Um, but unfortunately that's not what gets the clicks, you know, it's not, um, it's not what gets the clicks, but it is going to, and this is something that 
you know, I've, you, I've had success with in my, in my short career. And I know you have too. And it's it, it for the people listening, I want them to hear at least that like kind of what we've been talking about, the theme of like, just do the right thing, be the right person, be yourself. And <clears throat> as long as you are on a path that makes sense and is logical, and it's something that you can articulate and help teach people on, like you're good. Just keep going. It, you may not have like popped off yet, but like you're gonna be fine. And oh, that brings that brings what I was gonna talk about. It yeah, just, go for it, man. It just clicked again. Um, I think what you said is absolutely right. You know, you you it it's it to to us right now. It's common sense to say, look, like why would you change who you are if with time and with passion you're gonna make it? You know, and yeah. even if somebody realized that from the beginning and they understand the logic of it, it's still, there's still this battle when it comes to practice versus theory, you know, because what happens is you have, let's, let's use an example, right? Let's you, I think for me, a big helper for me was that, like I said, I started my career as a personal trainer in person, right? I was doing that for a good six, seven years before this whole like Instagram, social media thing even took off. So right. I, I had an income from that. I had a passion for that. I yeah. didn't do it for, you know, the social media likes or anything like that. It wasn't even there. So for me, I had a little bit of security. I wasn't driven by these artificial factors. But now, right? Fa fast forward, like, you know, going past because, you know, now social media is very common. Everybody has Instagram. Everybody and their mom has Instagram and social media. So now when you get into it, right, let's say you have a younger kid you know, that wasn't even around when I was doing personal training, you know, they're just now starting to get into their lifting. They have this passion for fitness, whatever it may be. They still, so what's going to happen is they're going to get to an age where, where they want to work. They want to support themselves. They want to have a career, but they're not in a situation where they have this steady income from an honest job, you know, an honest grind. And now it becomes, like I said, a very hard battle in practice versus theory because shit, I need to make money, you know, mm -hmm. and it's not happening right now because doing things the right way obviously isn't putting dollars in my pocket. So what can I do? You know, right. let me get sponsorship, you know, let me reach out and, you know, just, just support whatever brand I can, you know, but then that automatically changes who they are, you know, as a person, people just see right through that. People are like, dude, you're just posting this bullshit shit, you know, just, just to, just to make money and you're losing track of who you are and what you believe in and what your true strength and value is going to be to your people. You know, you're, you're just, you're just a sheep, you know, you're, you're like, nobody's going to listen to you now. You're just doing the same thing everybody's doing. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how like a lot of these pages have so much support, like, yes, great workout. I'm going to try this swipe workout tomorrow. You know, like, it's just, it's just bullshit to me because yeah, it, like, how do you not, how do you not see right through that? You know? And it's just, it's just not gratifying. Like, even if you were able to do that, make your money and, you know, like I said, do that, you know, over time, how are you, how are you sleeping at night? Just like putting this, this bullshit out there. Like, you're not stupid. You know, that's not, you know, quality information. Like how long yeah. can you go before you just get sick of your own shit? Yeah. And I think yeah, that's a really good, yeah, I'm glad you, like I'm glad that came back back to your mind because that was a good that was a good piece there and I think the I'm trying to consider I'm trying to think about your question there 
whether it was rhetorical or not, I'm thinking about it. Um, Which one? About, no, I'm, I'm talking to like, in terms of why are these people like commenting and agreeing with this? And honestly, going back to the point of talking over people's intellect or, or understanding of topics, it's like a lot of people probably don't understand that it makes a lot more sense to have a little bit more regimented, have a little bit more periodized programming or something that makes a little bit more sense and isn't talking about, you know, building your, your side booty and your under booty and your, the, the bottom of your feet and the top of your head and like the rest of the workouts that we're seeing. Um, and, but for a lot of people, it, it is, I feel like this thing of, they just don't know. And where you kind of have that shiny object theory and it's a very interesting world because there's many avenues we can discuss on this, but I think one of the most interesting things right now to observe is this almost obsession with almost like celebrity factor of almost worshiping these, these people that do just all they do like honestly is post workouts on their Instagram or YouTube. And like, that's what they do. And they're just, you know, people that do understand things are kind of just like, why is this, why is this the thing? Hashtag redundant. Can we say that again? Hashtag <laughs> redundant. <laughs> I'm not even, yeah. Some of these exercises might be, might be, might be, you know, um, might actually be worthwhile. Like, you know, say somebody's bench pressing or whatever. Okay. You know, it's a good exercise, but what value are you going to bring to people by showing a, a, a clip of you bench pressing 10 times in a row, you know, or, you know, a glute kickback, you know, like I'm, I'm doing this to kind of like target, you know, guys and girls doing the same kind of thing over and over, but right. um, I'm not against the swipe workouts itself at all. Like, but right. if you do something, I need value. Mm -hmm. you know? Tell me something. Tell me something. I don't know. Like show me something. I don't know. You know, if, if you're going to post something just because you think you look sexy, all right, just one off it. Like, okay, cool. You know, you know, you look good. You're proud of that set. Cool. You hit a PR or whatever, but don't like sit there and post the same freaking set 10 times, you know, a month, just because your outfit looks cute every single different time. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't, that's not doing anything for anyone except for the sheep and the people who are just like you said, maybe completely uneducated or don't know anything, you know, who are just there to just, soak in this redundancy i guess so they're just they're yeah they're there to soak it in and i think just kind of have that yeah they just kind of have that celebrity factor at the, in the current climate celebrity factor that's a good that's a good way to put it yeah yeah it all, it's almost the celebrity factor of like if i do comment what happens if i do comment you know it's like someone that maybe really looks up to you or or you know anyone that honestly anyone of of a higher stature or higher respect in the industry it's kind of like hey what if i comment and what if chris like likes my comment or what if he like answers me and you know for a lot of people that is like one of the coolest things that could happen to them this year and th there's there's a degree of that being really cool and there's also a degree of that also being kind of sad but nonetheless it's something and i don't think that that's not something i think that could be dismissed or should be dismissed now, I think we, I can hope at least that the people that deserve more of that celebrity factor are getting it. Um, but unfortunately, that's not the case most of the time. Uh, but 
yeah, man, it, it's it's a super interesting place. Um, I will agree with you though. The in terms of the positive trend, I am seeing as well is kind of this this niche of more education trying to separate it. Um, and I think we have a lot of guys on the forefront of doing this and making it more popular. Uh, I, I think one guy, you know, I think Jeff Nipper does a great job on on YouTube. He's made that almost kind of this viral viral thing of just becoming more educated and in, in kind of like common practice uh, and making kind of those evidence-based recommendations a little bit more popularized on YouTube instead of just being, you know, my mass built, like my mass back workout. It's like, right, right. Well, you did this workout and you called it something else last week. So is this your shred or mass workout? I'm, I'm very confused. <laughs> it's just like, it's crazy because like, um, that, that, that kind of brings you back to like, you know, that that's kind of a reality check again to me right now of, um, people who just really are very like base level uneducated. You know, I always try to, I always try to bring myself down to a beginner's level because I'm always, you know, trying to help, you know, that new, that new kid that doesn't know anything, you know? Um, and I do do a lot of that, but sometimes I have to even take an, you know, one step further down and realize like, dude, there's actually people on YouTube, like excited to click this shredded mass builder monster workout, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas like I look at that and it, my mind is blown at the fact that it has freaking 5 million views, you know? Like, yeah, I go, I go numb just seeing it. It's yeah. Yeah. And, but like you said, you know, or like, you know, we can, we can, you know, we can do the female equivalent, you know, like, like, um, the, 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 Again, those workout videos they might do on Instagram or whatever, you know, like IGTV videos or whatever, something that like, you know, where they're blatantly not using anything heavy, they're blatantly not doing anything challenging, and they're blatantly just showing off their butt in these, you know, new leggings. Right, right. You're so robotic, but like, um, the, the, there's a bigger, there's, a, there's, there should be more of a purpose behind, you know, what people do. And uh, I, I do like that people are trying to, you know, educate. And I think along with this, um, this niche of educating people and doing things, um, you know, in that way, I think there's also kind of like, um, you know, uh, uh, just as of late, also kind of like a, like a light being shed on honesty versus yeah, Instagram highlight reel, you know, like, hey, this is, you know, this is what life's really life is really like, you know, we do have our challenges versus like, Oh, you know, I'm just sitting on my freaking Ferrari looking happy every single day. You know, um, there's, there are some people that are, you know, kind of shedding light on like, you know, it's cool to be, you know, a normal person, you know, and life has its ups and downs and, you know, not everything is a highlight reel. Not everything is happy, you know, um, that's kind of refreshing because then you're able to kind of relate to the person a little bit more and realize like, dude, this is, you know, this is, this is how, what life is really like, you know? Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because that's also a part of why I started this. And you'll, you'll realize that when I ask the the last question, I always, I, I want to continue to ask as a last question. Um, and it, it, a big part of it is allowing people to see this. Like my goal, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm reaching out to people that I look up to and other people really look up to, uh, and having conversations with them. And, in hopes that just the honesty and the, the conversation itself sheds light into the norm, not only the normalcy, but just the human factor of, of all these people that we look up to, including yourself. And it's one of those things that's so, so important that we realize 
and I was talking to a friend last night and you know, I, he, he reached out and he was, he was nervous. He told me at the end of the phone call, he was nervous that he, the last few times he had reached out, things have been negative for him. And he was nervous that it was just like, I don't want you to peg me as like, I'm just always this, you know, down Debbie downer or whatever, like struggling. And it's just like, so I kind of felt that when he reached out. And so on the call, like before he even had a chance to kind of get vulnerable and, and tell me about the last few months he's been struggling. I just came out and told him like, dude, last year for me was just no good. And I went into detail and I was just like, I don't know what you think I'm going through or what you see, but I can promise you that it isn't what you're thinking. And I'm on, I'm on my way up. I'm trying to work my way back up. But last year was super, super hard for me. It was an emotional down period. And it was very refreshing because within that, it was kind of just like, without hearing that from people that we may look up to, where we may see doing, doing cool things, you think everything is just perfect, you know, and it's just, it's so far from the truth. And it can be, and it's not that I don't wish things aren't perfect for you, because I hope the best for everyone. I really, really do. But I think it's important as well to understand that human factor and that connection of look, you're going through shit. Chris is going through shit. Like everyone's going through shit. Everyone's got their demons. Everyone has their downfalls. Like everyone has their bad days. And it's just part of life. It's part of living. And I'm hoping some of these conversations can just be a light in someone's day or, or life that's just kind of like, oh shit, like, okay, that makes sense. Like I'm kind of, I'm struggling with that too. I, I thought I was the only one or I thought once I kind of, you know, I didn't think he would have dealt with that anymore, but it's just like humans deal with human shit. Like everyone's got their stuff, you know? Absolutely, dude. That, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of build off that a little bit. Um, the since, so a positive thing about me always going through these ups and downs through the years, like, you know, me having surgeries, you know, like let's, let's, let's just say in the past few years, you know, like I've gone through a lot of shit uh, myself. I'm not saying other people haven't gone through more shit. I'm just saying personally for me, you know, I had a lot of really close family losses, brutal family losses. You know, I lost mm -hmm. my dog in my own arms through a tragedy that was just like, I don't even want to speak on it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, things that like actually created stress, anxiety, depression in my head long-term, you know, that I'm still fighting today. Um, you know, I've, I've gone through these things, but I also, um, I'm, I'm also, um, you know, level headed enough to know that life goes on and I have to, you know, use everything that happens as a lesson to just move forward, you know, taking that right step and, 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 you know, having more appreciation for every single day and everything that's a blessing in my life. And I think that, um, these things that I go through and the fact that I kind of share them and go through ups and downs. I think a lot, I get the most response personally on my platform when I do go through these ups and downs. And of course, I'm not doing these things on purpose. I'm not like, you know, yeah. I'm not just like purposely like getting myself out of shape or purposely like, going right. through, you know, like killing my family member and framing somebody else for it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm not doing these things um, right. to, you know, for the clout, for social media, but it just happens and I happen to share it. And yeah. I, I share it not not because I want anybody to feel sorry for me, but because of what you said. I this this is where the real human 
factor comes in. Like we are people. Everybody goes through shit, you know, including freaking Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z and Beyonce. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, they all throw shit for sure. Man. Whoever you name, you know, has medical issues, has losses, you know, in their family has, you know, depression, you know, Robin Williams commits suicide. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's, it's, that's just to point one thing out. And it's, it's, it, it goes to show that everybody's human. We have to, that's, you know, that vulnerability, the ability to kind of share your emotion through the ups and the downs is something that um, can help us all to connect a lot stronger and to get to know each other on a deeper level versus just living this superficial highlight real Instagram life. Um, yeah. You know, I think, I think that connection is, is very important. All the money in the world can't buy you happiness. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's blatant proof when you have multimillionaires commit, committing suicide out of depression. You know what I mean? So that human connection, man, that's what it's all about. And, and, and that's, that's where I knew this podcast would go, man. You know, that's what it's all about, man. Just being yeah. real, connecting with people, having an impact, you know, and just following your own path. I appreciate you saying that, man. And I appreciate you sharing that. And I know that wasn't easy. And that, again, like, that's just why I wanted to have these conversations. And it, it's just, yeah, the connection, the vulnerability, the the human factor to, to all these people that we look up to or we, we want to, you know, we want to emulate in our careers or or build upon or use as motivation. And I think within that motivation, we can't just show the highlight reels. We can't just show what in return motivates us in that moment. Like we have to use what's going on in their entirety, in the entirety of their life as a, a piece to build, to build upon. And, you know, if there's, there's so much that does happen and there's so much that I think as humans, you know, we kind of, we can get jealous, you know, no matter how aware you are or how, uh, yeah, just how aware you are of yourself or how much self-awareness you do have. It's kind of just like, you do, you're always going to have this sense of like, to some degree of like, oh, I'm kind of jealous of that. Like, oh, I, that sounds kind of cool. Or like, oh, you know, Chris got this or, you know, Chris got that or this guy's got this. And it's just like, okay, well, let's take, you know, let's take someone, for example, like that just has a ton of money, like more money than you could ever know. And that's what you want. And it's like, okay, well, are you willing to take on the rest of their shit too? You know, like what other skeletons do they have in their closet? And it's like, I guarantee you nine times out of 10, we would never trade our skeletons for their skeletons. Like when it comes down to it. Absolutely, man. You know, this, you can have a homeless person, you know, scrounging around making enough money to, you know, eat three double cheeseburgers a day from McDonald's and have a good ass time with his homeless friends versus yeah. a billionaire going through a divorce every single year, pulling his hair out, making a lot of money, but doing international travel, doesn't know where home is, doesn't have real relationships and just ends up wanting to kill himself. Who's really more successful? You know what I mean? Right. How are you, how are you defining the success? How are you defining the success? Completely agree with that. And, um, again, very happy that, you know, we're shedding light on this and, um, you know, the fact that everybody goes through these things, you know, every, you know, we, we, everybody goes through shit and it's just, it's just a matter of, um, it's almost like we have to, we have to embrace, you know, the fact that there's no sunshine without the rain, you know, you can kind of, the yang. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very true. And, um, you know, and, and again, you know, tying back to what you said about like, People like, oh, pe people like making a huge deal out of like, 
commenting on their page or responding to their message or whatever. It's like, I, I, I'll literally go out of my way and be like, dude, look, I'm the same person as you. Mm-hmm. And I just happen to hold the phone to my face and record my shit and like put it out there. You know, and people, and people watched it. Yeah. 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 So it's like, dude, it's, you know, like nobody's to, to be put on a pedestal. And that's also what pisses me off is people on social media being put on a pedestal or, or, you know, putting themselves on one and acting like they're hot shit where it's like, dude, all you need to be doing with a platform is good for your people. Like right. that's, and if you don't have the highest level of respect for your people, you're an idiot because those people are the only reason why you're able to do what you do, have the platform that you do, provide the services that you do, make the sales that you do, whatever it is that you're doing through social media. It's all because of the people, you know, that's why I'm so passionate about supporting the people that support me because without them, I'd be nothing, you know? Yeah. We'd all be nothing. We'd all like, again, like most of the relationships, you know, is everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't agree more. I, I want to, because this is called the Life Beyond Fitness podcast, I want to discuss, and a part of why this is called the the Life Beyond Fitness podcast is that the the root of what I've kind of built, the foundations of who I am, my my levels of discipline and responsibility and and grit have come from fitness. Like I think from sports, but also from just fitness in general and like whether that's competing or whether that's just going and doing things when I don't want to um, and then coming out successful at the end, it's kind of just like, okay, that was so worth it. And it's taught me so much about myself, but what I've learned about myself since has all been within this life that's beyond fitness, this life of this life of travel. Like I didn't, I met my wife because I ran away from my life and went to England to study abroad. Like I knew I was going to tack on a year to my study, but I didn't care. I just wanted to run away and I ultimately wanted to quit school, but I, I made a logical decision and a level-headed decision to say like, okay, before I quit, I'm just going to go away, distance myself and go, go to England and just study and just travel and just be like, be that person I truly want to be, not the people, not the person that all these guys around me want me to be or, or kind of always pulling at me or whatever. And so all of these moments that have been beyond fitness have, have really shaped who I am. And so I want to ask you, like, what, what excites you the most that's outside of fitness? Or what do you think has been there for you outside of fitness that people may not know or, or something that you typically wouldn't share? Or just in general, um, something that's, that means a ton to you that's outside of fitness? Um, so for me... Um, travel is a really big thing um yeah for me too you know, man. A lot of, you know a lot of it has has been linked with fitness and business and stuff like that but i'll use the example last year of uh taking my dad around europe for his 60th birthday you know I posted oh, amazing that. yeah you know, so basically for the entire month of april last year literally for 30 days um we flew out to uh England to start the trip. And then we looped through eight different countries before the 30 days were up. And then that's amazing back home. And, um, I think that's something that, you know, I think, I feel like everybody has to do some type of international travel. And I'm not just talking about like going to one country, like you need to go to a handful of countries yeah, uh, because it, it, until you do that, you can't understand or relate 
to the way that other people live their lives or why they do things the way they do things, you know, and you learn to kind of have a respect and a, you know, just, just a much more, I guess you could say, you know, um, open-minded approach to life because, you know, in the United States, which, you know, where we're from, there's, there's so much diversity. There's so many different types of people, um, everywhere. And, and that goes the same for like a lot of different, you know, main cities, big countries or whatever. There's a lot of different types of people, but, you know, until you really start to like, you know, understand like, okay, you know, like I've been to Germany and here's this German over here. And to other people, like he might be acting weird, but in my head, I'm like, dude, like, that's just how they are in Germany. You know what I mean? And like, or like, yeah, that's just how they are. Like, that's just how people act. Yeah. Yeah. That's how people. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of getting specific, but like, it's just kind of like a, it's just kind of like a. I feel like you get to ex- to appreciate and experience life to almost like almost just like a it, it's just it's on us on such a higher level versus being just one dimensional and just staying you know in in your in your little shell and living your life there. Um, that's something that I've been thankful and um, you know blessed to have the opportunity to do through whether it be through work or like I said last year you know taking my dad out and having the chance to do that um, I, I understand a lot of people can't do a lot of that stuff a lot of people aren't like self-employed or have the schedule or whatever but I'll tell you one thing you know you, you people if you really want to do something you can do it you know it's not a matter of you not you know, not having you know the schedule to make it happen it's, it's a matter of you simply not prioritizing the fact that you want to do that in life, you know, I think a lot of people, um, they, you know, we, 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 we have this notion of, we have to work, we have to, you know, we have to progress in our career for decades in order to eventually live a happy retired life. Whereas, yeah, you want to be happy when you retire, you want to be happy in these years after you, you know, after you do your career and all that, but why are those moments in your life more valuable than the moments in your life right now that are happening know? right now. Yeah. That's right powerful, now. man. Yeah. So that's a huge realization. And if anything, you, you know, you can go, you can go even further and say, look, I'm not guaranteed to be 70 years old. You know, I can get, I can, I can be in an accident tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So why are you not valuing what's right in front of you? You know what I mean? Just because you want to set yourself up for a future that might not even come, you know? Yeah. That doesn't mean blow all your money, blow all your savings, do everything right now, be crazy, go crazy. No, that just means learn to find that balance, man, because you're living right now. You're young, you're happy, you're healthy, you're capable. You're probably more capable right now than you will be in the future anyway. Yeah. You know, with more responsibility, with kids, with a family, whatever. So just just do it. If you're on the edge, live your life, elevate, and don't just do it right around the corner. Don't just go to the hotel, you know, an hour away, get yourself to another country, get yourself to another place, experience something new and just live that one life that you have on another level, man. Travel. Yes. I literally like that's, that's amazing. Yes. I cannot agree more with that. And I think I, I commonly say like the travel is for me has been this, like this, this force of like accelerated growth. And I've, I've had the opportunity to to travel to 14 or 15 other countries. And, and so, you know, I, I've lived in England to study and I've lived in Australia for a year with my wife. And like, that was our, that was our honeymoon. Like we, we did a working honeymoon for a year in Australia. Like we got married and two weeks later oh, we moved man. to Australia, dude, it was amazing. And I, I'm, I'm waiting to move back. Uh, Gold coast. 
Nice, nice, nice. So it was just beautiful. And we, I mean, we traveled around and did like the Great Ocean Road, went to Melbourne, Sydney, like did all the cool things. And, uh, but it was just, it was, it was so amazing and it was so refreshing just even seeing and experiencing other cultures and, you know, some of the most stressful and unsure times I've ever had has been from traveling. And some of my biggest growth as a human has come from traveling because, you know, to go with like, to relate to your story of like, I was in Germany with one of my buddies and we were, we had to catch a train to like go to the airport to not miss our flight because we had to get back to the, the university to take an exam the next day. And like, we could not miss this flight and we don't read German. We don't speak German. And we're like an hour away from the, the, airport and we have to catch a train we can find no one that understands english to point us in the right direction and it's just like what do you do you have to be level-headed you have to be very calm you have to figure it the fuck out and that's right that's just life man like shit hits the fan shit hits the you know like shit goes wrong and yeah. you have to be able to just be level-headed take a step back and just figure it out dude 100 percent right? The next time something happens, right? This is, this is for the people who are listening right here. The next time something happens in life, something that's like, just tears you down, something that, you know, you feel like you just got hit by a train, like life just hit you hard, right? Just, just remember like, dude, you're, you're here right now. You've had things like this or worse happen to you in the past, but take a look back at what happened as bad as you thought that hit you as hard as you thought that hit you, you're, you, you got through it and you're here. You're living, you're fine. No matter how much you were stressing about it, no matter how hard you, you thought it was going to affect you, life went on, you know, and you improved, time healed, and that's what happens. So in the now, when things hit us in the now, we, we kind of tend to forget that. But that's something, that's a, that's a strong mentality to have, you know? And then it can be even like a small analogy, like a minimal, tiny version of that would be like my mentality going through college and school, right? Like, yeah. like a lot of people would be like, stressing these exams and these like you know these these projects that were due the next day or whatever like in school my mentality was always like yeah i was always the last one like like pulling all-nighters to get something done to turn yeah. it in the day but like dude my men i was never as stressed as other people were even though i was procrastinating longer because my mentality was always like look chris i would just this is how i would talk to myself in my head right i'd be like dude chris like it is what it is man yeah it sucks but Knowing yourself, I know you're going to get this done and I know you're going to have something to submit when it's due. So don't let the process stress you out. Don't pull your hair out about it. Just go with the flow and understand that as hard as things get, as challenging as they are, they're going to get done and you're going to move forward and it's going to be all right. You know? Absolutely, man. I was a similar way in college. Uh, I, I can't say I've ever been a very stressed out person i've gone through ebbs and flows and i've gone through i've been depressed i've been anxious um you know i've i've had my due uh but i'd say as a whole like i'm very calm and just kind of like here i'm here you know <laughs> i'm you know i'm not very like theatrical as you can tell like i'm just here and i'm experiencing life and i'm, I'm taking it in and i'm observing and it was so interesting for me in college because, you know, you'd have these big exams, you know, like these anatomy exams that it's 105 questions. You have an hour to do it. You have to do, you know, you have to you know, like walk around the room because everything's labeled and you have to do like every, every station is timed. So it's like 
once the teacher says move on, you have to move on if you even if you didn't know the name of it or like didn't understand the question. And so like these they're, they're very stressful tests, but like you'd have people that are walking around and it's so interesting to observe and I'd love to know what they're doing now and how they react to life because I'd love to see if it's the same or if they've improved or changed because you'd have me who's kind of just like chilling or laying on the floor or like eating a sandwich really casually and like watching you know, like the office before the exam and people are like there with their note cards running around, ripping their hair out. And it's like, dude, the exam is what it is. Like, what do you think you're going to learn in the next five minutes? Like it's, you're good. hundred percent, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think there was a study, um, this could be outdated because this is like way back when I was in school, but something about like, uh, a certain time, like short time frame before the exam, like a certain amount of hours before the exam, like if you are like unprepared or not fully prepared for the exam, like you are actually like you, you will act, the res- the outcome of your test score will actually be better if you just use that time to rest rather than try to just cram more information. You yeah, know, like, use what it, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, again, dude, stress stress doesn't help anything, even if you're not prepared. You know, like. It, nothing so it's like you know it's like if something happens you know if you're crying about it if you're sad about it like that doesn't i can tell you're like me austin where like your brain is level-headed like is is, is yeah you're logical minded like everything you do is just based off like logic like yeah that's (laughs) basically like that doesn't make sense so i don't care (laughs) so you know i've struggled with that with like my relationship and stuff in the past where it's like uh like how come you're not like you know it shows much emotion but in my head i'm like like emotion like there's no like logic like 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 Like, logic to me like (laughs) yeah but um you know i do understand like you know you have to be human and you're gonna have these responses to certain things but yeah uh, you also just have to you know just 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 live man bad situations are not as bad as people think they are you know every time you look back at a quote-unquote terrible bad like life-changing situation yeah it was bad but look dude life went on you know it did. You're here. Yeah. That's a fact, you know? So I don't know, man, one life, you know, we got to live it to the best, best that we can. We can't change who we are. We can't just, you know, turn into these sheep doing things that other people want us to do. We got to travel. We got to experience life. We got to just, you know, make it, make a happy living. Don't worry about the excess and just thrive, man. Absolutely. Yeah. You, I mean, that's exactly it. And I want to finish things off, man. This has been an amazing conversation. Um, and I want to end it off with the question that I, I, I ask everyone. I want to ask everyone. Um, and that's what is, what is one thing you're working on personally? Um, and I, I asked this question to preface this. I asked this again to reiterate the, the point at which not everyone has, not everyone's perfect. We're all working on things. We all have our, we all have our shit. And, so in terms of like, what, what's one thing you're working on personally? Um, so per, can you, can you elaborate? Like, per- yeah. So for me, like for me, it's, it's going to be focusing more on what I can, I can control in the moment. Um, so for me, it's working on getting back, uh, getting back to, what 
truly makes me happy, what makes my life meaningful. And that's something I'm working on personally because I got lost in an opportunity that seemed really shiny. It was really good on paper. And it was one of those things that it just didn't turn out to be as great as I thought it was going to be. But I stayed in it longer than I necessarily probably should. It it dug a hole in, in me that may never go away. And for me, one thing I've just been working on personally is digging myself out of that hole emotionally and, and from even a work perspective and even a just being a person perspective um, and trusting and, and getting my work ethic back and caring again. And it's kind of just like, for me, it's getting back to what just, what means something to me? Like what is meaningful? So that's, that's kind of like what I'm working on personally is, is returning back to what makes life meaningful for me not necessarily what makes life meaningful for someone else or what is what is someone else going to be proud of or am I just doing this because I like saying it in a conversation or oh I do this for a living it's like okay cool but are you happy and it's like I'd, I'd much rather just say oh I'm a personal trainer and it's just like on the back end I know I'm more than that but it's right. like that's all people need to know I'm happy with it I'm stoked about it I yeah. love being a coach like I love doing what I do I love having time to do what we're doing right now. But all people need to know is that I'm a personal trainer. They can, they can decide what that means for themselves. Whether I'm some slapdick that stands in the gym and just text is all like texts all day. Like that's what you want to think I do. Like all power to you, man. I know yeah. I don't do that. So you're going to prove yourself through actions and um, your passion is what's going to really move you forward regardless. So again, you know, the labels don't matter. That's, that's maturity speaking right there. You know, like, you know, when, once you've been doing something for a while, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. Cause like you get these kids that are, you know, just starting their personal training careers and they just want, you know, like, uh, elite fitness coach, you know, like it's like trying to like add some crazy tag, but it's like, dude, you know, as much as like, yeah, a lot of people can be personal trainers. Like, you know, you, you're a personal trainer. I'm a personal trainer. Everybody has their own style of doing things. Everybody has their own value, unique value that they're bringing to their people. I think that's a great thing. I think that certain people can connect to certain other people. Um, whereas they may not be able to connect to another person, you know? So it's like, there's always going to be good matches, bad matches. Um, but it's all about just the individual value that you bring to people. And I think that's why there, that's the main differentiation factor, you know, when it comes to a lot of, a lot of industries, but particularly, you know, with what we do, it's the ability to connect to the people that we work with. And then comes obviously, you know, the knowledge and the experience to get these people results and stuff like that. But building or going off of how you explain your answer to that question. Now I can kind of, you know, um, yeah, what you're talking about. So for me, man, honestly, for me, um, this year, what I, what I, I'm, I've been kind of like honing in on and really trying to channel is my ability to become the J Cole, Kendrick Lamar mm -hmm. of the industry. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, it's always been like that to me. I've never, I've never, you know, um, to use the analogy, you know, like sold myself out for a record label deal, you know, like right. I've never, and I never will, but at the cost of what, at the cost of, you know, not, not making these big dollars, you know, to begin with, not, you know, not like, you know, having this crazy lucrative, um, figure in front of my face. But what I want to do is I want to find that balance to where obviously, you know, Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole have made noise in the mainstream now. And, mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, that's, that's really where I want to get because that's, that's the, that's the beauty between staying true, giving quality things to my consumers, the people that, you know, the support me, the support me and, and, and see what I do without conforming to the industry, you know, um, kind of like fighting that uphill battle at all costs and doing whatever it is that I can to bring value, but never changing who I am to where eventually, you know, that can be seen by more eyes that can be appreciated, supported by more people and more people can really benefit from it. Because for me, it's all about, it's all about the impact, you know? So, so, and the reason why, like I say, I want to be this, you know, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar has nothing to do with me. You know, it's bigger mm -hmm. than me. Yeah, yeah. That might mean more dollar figures. That might mean more progression, like in that sense, but that hasn't, I don't say that because of that. I say that because that's, what's going to, that's what's going to be the door that's going to open for me to help more people and have a stronger overall impact, a more exponential impact on more people. If I have to grow my team with people that are, you know, the same, this like like-minded or I have to train people to do things the way that I do them, you know, with the highest level of integrity and things like that, it is what it is. Those are growing pains. I'm willing to go through it, but um, that's the door that I want to open is for people to really, you know, catch on to that message, um, be able, you know, help me to help them you know, by understanding me and my mission and the fact that I don't want to change who I am, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't, you know, deserve some higher level recognition. So yeah. How, how's that? Perfect, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, it's in that, that question's in a place where like, and I know it's, it's a, it's a beef of a question and it's something that I always have to preface. And that's, it's kind of like, it's just what it is. It's, it's the question. And there's no one answer. There's no one good answer. There's no answer I'm even looking for. It's where do you want to take the question? How are you interpreting it? How are you, what is just one, like what's something, anything that personally, it's just like, and again, it's just to kind of like tear down that barrier, that, that wall. That's, I think again, of that like celebrity factor or that person you look up to, that's kind of just like, Oh, well, they're I bet they, they got their shit together. Like, you know, they're not working on anything. It's just like, everyone's always working on something. Yeah. And so it's just kind of bringing that again, like that connection, that human aspect. I like that you uh, keep it really open-ended like that though, because um, it, what, what, it's, what it does is uh, it doesn't, it doesn't kind of like, it doesn't kind of push someone into a box of like this, this small uh, range of answers they can give. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very, it's very like what it's going to do is it's going to, it's going to trigger somebody's a unique area in everybody's brain that mm -hmm. you talk and get something, you know, that, that really speaks to them. So, um, I, I like that. I like that. And I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, man, uh, cheers to some more like J Coles and Kendrick Lamar's like if it's, it's somebody else out there that has that success, I'm all for it, man. You know, um, just because somebody else succeeds doesn't mean I can't, you know, um, I, I, I just want, I just want the industry as a whole. I just want good things to happen. I want value. I want productivity. I just want, you know, elevation, um, no more redundancy, no more bullshit. You know, I got to get myself to just stop, just start like unfollowing a lot of these pages and shit like that. Cause it's just, it's you know, taxing. It's tiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that was, that was a good talk, man. That was good. Absolutely, man. And I'm extremely, extremely grateful for your time. And again, like there's no motive to the podcast other than I, one, selfishly want to talk to you guys or the people that I have on. Like I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to have this conversation because like realistically, there's no way we would have ever done this 
unless like there was a platform necessarily, like not saying that we never would have done it, but like the platform helps. And in that, what we've talked about today can shine light on things that people can think about and consider and know that they don't have to feel self-conscious about it or second guess it or feel bad for thinking it. It's kind of just like, this is, this is what it is. And so I, I you know, the, the goal of this is to stay open-minded, to stay open-ended and continue just to have good conversations with good people. So I really, really appreciate your time. And I love it, man, dude. Thank you for having me on. If anything, I appreciate your time too. Um, you know, I, there, you, there's endless people, endless amounts of people you can talk to. Um, I'm just, I'm just, um, you know, honored to be on here and, you know, share my mindset. Cause the more, you know, the more that can be shared through, you know, potential collaboration, other platforms, whatever, I'm all for it. Um, I'm not necessarily going to collaborate with people I don't really believe in or <laughs> people right. who don't have that vision, but I know you're real man. And, uh, I see you doing great things too, man. So I appreciate you, you know, put me on your platform and I'm happy to do it, man. I'm happy to chat again if you ever want to do it again too. Absolutely. I think a part two is, uh, people want I think people want a part two. I know I want a part two because I think there's a lot of things that we can still talk about and unpack. So, um, yeah. So until next time, this has been the life beyond fitness podcast.